what up here in my garage here in Bali and I got the homie Rainier he's not from the Pacific Northwest but his name is Rainier and he's from Cali and we met at the Nomad Summit and um, I'm here to share something that's possible he is doing um, like I have so many friends and I'm sure you guys do too doing commercial real estate and real estate sales you know it's such a common thing for uh, young hustlers to do like straight out of college or even straight out of high school is basically be hitting the phones for real estate sales and be involved in that industry um, somehow and he's doing it now remotely okay so we're gonna talk about that in this uh, podcast here and how he made that a reality um, you guys may not know, I was actually involved in the real estate kind of um, industry for about a year and a half. I was actually knocking doors for, for foreclosures in the greater Seattle area for about a year and um, also hitting the phones a, a good amount too. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, he is doing the, the, the perfect exact kind of uh, internet freedom career plan he went to the nomad summit in uh, las vegas uh, and then uh, met cj there and, and rj and they formed kind of a pact to come out to the nomad summit in chiang mai january 2019 that's when we met and then he's also planning on going to the nomad summit uh, this october is it in mexico yeah, or cancun in cancun so yeah this is the plan, man. If you want to get into this digital kind of career, that's where you connect with uh, like-minded hustlers at the Nomad Summit. And now you are, you are now officially doing your um, real estate sales remotely. Yes. Okay, and he's gonna tell that story here in a second. Let me guys show you the view one more time here in Changu, Bali. We got Cody here as well. Another Cali uh, hustler, but um, here, and Bill Burr podcast is playing on my SoundCloud. Speaking of SoundCloud, if you guys are listening to this or watching, subscribe to my SoundCloud um, channel. I put all my podcasts and uh, audio interviews on my SoundCloud, in case you didn't know. Um, so, yes, Young Rainier. What up? Rapt are you like an actual Raptors no, fan? No, no. Like so my buddy Cody over here is a Warriors fan. Okay. Trolling my ass. Trolling I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. Okay, okay. Always been a Kobe fan. Yep. Same with me. Kobe. I'm a I'm a diehard Kobe. Um, we share the same birthday, so I've always been a uh, August 23rd buddy with Kobe. Obviously, he's the he's the goat. Yep. But um, okay, so you guys are from NorCal. Yep. Um, that's what's up. And so um, so yeah, you're you're. You were just telling me at lunch here mm -hmm. that you <clears throat> basically told your commercial real estate company that, all right, let me do this remotely or I'm basically going to leave. Um, so, yeah, and now you're at a company, another real estate, commercial real estate company, and they're letting you do this remotely, like full time or just uh, like a certain, yeah, like, we're, a, we're still, like a trial? Or? Yeah, we're still negotiating it. It's, it's a trial period. I mean, okay. it's not a common thing. So, to, yeah. you know, commercial real estate has been one of the industries that's like really <coughs> kind of archaic when it yeah, comes yeah, to really modern technology. To yeah. So, you know, telling someone, hey, I'm going <clears> to <throat> travel and work remote from, you know, whether you're in an island or just across the country, mm -hmm. it's kind of a, a new idea to them. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, it's like 8, 10, 12 hours in the office that they want you visibly there to cold call and mm -hmm. so you know it's 2019 you don't need to physically yeah. be anywhere everyone's at a computer yeah. anyway yeah like exactly. computer and phone that's totally mm -hmm. internet based mm -hmm. um okay so how 
So you were at uh, what, Marcus and Millichap for like a number of years? Yeah, I was at Marcus and Millichap for about five years uh, out of college. And so basically they teach you how to slam the phones, man. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, when I, I first got there, I couldn't close a car door. I mean, I had zero life skills. I had zero sales skills, let alone zero real estate knowledge. Um, so the five years there were, uh, you know, I'm very grateful for, as well as the team that's uh, kind of helped me uh, have success over there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this lifestyle of, you know, being able to work from anywhere is is the real dream. Yeah. The dream career, dream lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if you're in an office all day and slamming calls. I mean, if you can do it on a beach and get the same amount of work done and help your clients out, then I think it's a win-win for everyone. Yep, yep, exactly. So you got, you know, somehow down the line turned on to this kind of like new type of career, location independent career. Um, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's like, you know, for obviously if you're watching this channel, you already know, but maybe share this with your friends, um, you know, maybe open, open some eyeballs. But it's like, I always ask people like this, like, would you rather be making like, shit ton of money and like have to go to like a nine to five basically or make um like maybe just like 100k a year or like 60k a year or something mm -hmm. um and be able to work from anywhere in the world including stay in bali as long as you want and, and you know basically travel the world at the same time and if you get watching my channel you can you know you can do that for only a couple grand a month yeah. like a few grand a month is obviously ideal 5k a month is obviously better 10k a month then you're just like living you can live anywhere in the world um, so that's kind of philosophy. So let's jump straight into um, how did you negotiate this? How the tips for someone who wants to do the same thing with their company? Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah. what are what are, what tips have you learned as far as uh, approaching? Do you approach your manager, your boss, or do you, do you do it via an email, or how mm -hmm. do you bring it up? And yeah. like, what are the what's the tips there? Uh, I would say uh, first of all, you know, try to see if you can do the work remotely at home already. If you're, if you have a job or career, and you can do most of the work at home or across the street at a library at a workspace, mm -hmm. then you've already gotten an idea that it can work out anywhere in the world. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you have to do that. If you got to physically put pieces together, uh, it's not going to work. But yeah. if you do a lot of uh, your work online through a phone. Uh, maybe check in once in a while or do a lot of your meetings online through Skype or Zoom, then you already have a good idea that it can work out. Um, in terms of negotiating it and bringing it up, obviously mm -hmm. try to, I think my opinion is if you go on vacation or if you travel or if you kind of take a couple days off, and you check in with your team or your management that you're already doing the work, then they have an idea to start letting you kind of take a couple days to work from home or work remote and then slowly make it a longer period or maybe take a week or two mm -hmm. off and then get the work done. If they can see the results and they can see that you're making it happen, um, then they'll give you a little bit more flexibility to do a longer period of time. Um, and so that's a good sign if, if they let you do that. Um, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say just bring it up, hey, yeah. I'm gonna take a month or two or maybe three months off and work in Thailand. Uh, it's, it's probably gonna be a big shock, but if yeah. you can slowly bring it up and show the results, show that you're helping your clients, showing you're helping your team, helping mm -hmm. your firm, no one's, you know, don't make anyone carry the weight and, and basically uh, push the workload to someone else. That's, that's not gonna work. But if yeah. you can do the same amount of work, pick up even more work then that's that's good show good sign of progress okay yeah nice so kind of yeah definitely ease into it um start getting a lot done at home start getting a lot done at starbucks or the library or whatever and um yeah ease into it and after after a while they'll, they'll kind of realize like mm -hmm. oh yeah that's the guy that likes to work mm -hmm. at starbucks or whatever mm -hmm. and he's still crushing it you yeah, know what i'm saying exactly or likes to work at home whatever so 
and, and I wrote this in my um, my blog post about this, and there'll be a link below with a full like article like with with tips I'll put together um, about how to negotiate a remote work agreement because this is. Mm -hmm. As you know, a more common thing, more employee, more companies are letting their employees do this um, because it's just the marketplace nowadays. They got to let their employees do it because it's people are demanding it because it's obviously it's possible. And we see people like uh, like me and <laughs> out here like um, making a living from wherever. So, OK, good. So build the build the trust, basically, that you can get your shit done without being in the office. Um, and then so were you doing this at Marcus and Milchap like a bit and then did you you said you brought the pitch to them somehow and they they weren't having it so you changed companies uh so i guess um i mean i like to travel uh the, the trying to to just go back a little bit on why i yeah how did you stumble into the, how did you get into like this my interest yeah. um i was working my ass off at Marcus Milchap at the commercial real estate firm and it's it's a great firm you know working at a big company out of college gives you really good skills um, what I realized though after my second or third year is I took my first vacation and it was a week to Europe and you know for me it felt like a long time uh, but in reality when I got home I was like why am I working 99% of my year to take 1% off yeah, and enjoy for one awesome week one awesome week yeah. and, and that opened my eyes to like you know traveling and you know I was, just, I was like this is not right this is not the right lifestyle I can't imagine or picturing myself working till I'm 65 or even now much longer uh, mm. working 99% of the year to enjoy 1% and you know having an awesome time mm. so I started kind of you know looking on YouTube looking at podcasts um, and so finally found out about you know the digital nomad kind of lifestyle uh, heard about Johnny's podcast and you know saw Riley's videos uh, eventually on YouTube as well and so just seeing from other people and uh, talking about the strategies on how to do it um, that got me to say hey you know this doesn't have to be the life that I live in this cubicle for mm -hmm. 10, 12 hours a day uh, and then only enjoying one week per year. Yeah. Um, so wow. One week. Why not like two weeks? Is it like that's all the vacation time you have? Yeah. Or? In America, I mean, it's, it's, they give you two weeks, three weeks, but if like, you do is that take. That's per year though? That's, that's two per, to three weeks per yeah. year. Yeah. For most companies in the US, it's like you have two or three weeks per year. And if you take the, that amount of time, you, it looks people look down upon that. Like that's yeah. paid vacation time, right? Uh, yeah. For, for commercial real estate, everything is commission based. You could technically okay. take off as much time as you want. Okay. But even just leaving the office early on like a Friday or something, it's like, oh, this guy, you know, doesn't like, work like hard. You're lazy or yeah, something. you're lazy. Like, Come on, man. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like an ultra. <clears throat> A lot of sales like jobs are like that mm -hmm. ultra like competitive like yeah. sports it's like a sport yeah. it's like wolf of wall street like watch mm -hmm. that and you get the kind yeah. of the idea not as intense as that mm -hmm. that's like up there yeah, that's yeah. like the most intense yeah. but yeah that kind of like fucking, fucking yeah. on the first, phones, first, like, first one in last one out hit the phones all day long um you know that's that's the culture and you know it's a little bit archaic in terms of like physically being there all day long um, I mean the, the the work ethic. If you can take that work ethic and do it from wherever, then then you're living a good lifestyle. Yeah. And yeah. you know, if you, it doesn't matter if you're in a physical office or if you're in Bali or Thailand. If you're getting the work done, you're getting the work done. Yeah. Um, so I guess um, to kind of go to how I started bringing in that lifestyle into my old job was mm -hmm. I started taking two weeks vacations, three weeks vacations, mm -hmm. um, taking more time away from the office and mm -hmm. kind of getting the work done. Um, mm. In Asia, it's a little bit harder because you know I was doing calls at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 
you know, talking to clients. Um, and so that was a little bit tough because you have to work in U.S. hours for, mm -hmm. for something like commercial real estate sales. Um, but it's, it's that, you know, I would much rather work uh, graveyard shift uh, to be able to relax in the beach on the daytime. Yeah. Um, so I would do that all day long um, if I had the choice. Nice. Um, so how long were you doing that in, in Asia? Like you've so, been just doing like short yeah, couple week trips? Yeah, like two, three off? weeks at a time. Um, okay. Whether it was out of state, out of California, or in Thailand, it was like two or three week stints. Um, and so I would enjoy the daytime out here, and then at nighttime I would have to get back on the phones, uh, get the work done. Um, so kind of getting used to like finding sleep in between or rest in between yeah. is, is a tough part at first. Yeah. Uh, but eventually, I'm sure, you know, you can make a lifestyle out of it and make it work. Nice. So you're doing these little two, three week stents like mm -hmm. a couple times a year or like? Yeah. So like this that? past year, I took like January off for the Nomad Summit in Chiang Mai. Nice. Yeah. I also went to Vietnam. Uh, in March, I was in Texas for South by Southwest for about three weeks. Huh. And so I was kind of working, going to the conference, uh, just trying to do everything and keeping it balanced. Uh -huh. um, luckily, I had a team that was like really supportive, kind of um, picking up some of the pieces where I couldn't handle at some certain times, and I would pick up the pieces when I could handle it. And this is at Marcus Milchap? This was at Marcus Milchap, okay. yeah. And so um, it's helpful if you do have a support system and you kind of be upfront and really have that communication and support. Um, but like I said, don't make them take over all of your workload because that's not fair to them. Yeah. Um, obviously, take the amount of work, take the responsibility, um, find time in between to make it happen. Yeah, it's about this work, this life-work balance. Okay, mm -hmm. so when did you decide to uh, leave to a new company? Um, like, how did that all go down? Yeah, so it's, that's a good question. Um, you know, my old company was, uh, you know, one of the best companies uh, in America. So it was a nationwide firm for that industry. Um, eventually, uh, my team had decided to go to an international real estate company, and so I took a couple months off, and that's why I'm here in Bali, to kind of just strategize and kind of go to the other offices that were here internationally. So I checked out Kuala Lumpur, Bangkok, Tokyo, Singapore. Um, so it was a good sign uh, when you get to visit their offices and kind of say, hey, we can collaborate together while I'm in the U.S. or while I'm traveling and I can jump in on an office space if I'm out here in the future. Mm. Um, so that really helped. Um, nice, so kind yeah. of just being upfront with the communication has been key. Yeah, um, nice. So starting in a couple weeks, I'll be hopping back from California and then a couple months after that, I'll be in Mexico for Nomad Summit in Cancun. Uh -huh. um, trying to make it go full time uh, as this digital nomad lifestyle, just getting started and trying to get my feet wet into it. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, eight months out of the year or more, I can be traveling full time and eventually start getting that passive uh, cash flow. Yeah, yeah, which is obviously, yeah, the, the next level. Okay, mm -hmm. so cool. So you have like a couple months stand out here in Asia now. And are you totally taking time off or are you hitting the phone still at night? Uh, so these two months are like sabbatical where it's like, hey, let me just, uh, yeah. you know, relax, meditate, go to a meditation retreat, yeah. chill out. Uh, once I get back to the States, it's going to be hitting it hard again and really trying to make the work life, uh, digital nomad lifestyle kind of work out. Cool. So yeah, back to the office for a bit and then you're planning on uh, Cancun for the Nomad Summit in October mm -hmm. and then after that, stay in Mexico yeah. um, and do the work remote thing. Mm -hmm. um, you're thinking Mexico City? Uh, Mexico City for being based out of for maybe a month or two and then Cancun or some of the beach towns to uh, maybe take a month to work from there. Um, so yeah. kind of just playing it by ear. Yeah, that makes sense. So basically same time zone as mm -hmm. US. So, yeah. so you can do the phone, um, 
the cold calls in the day. Mm -hmm. So, okay, there's that. Okay, awesome. And does your current company, um, did they know this plan or are you just gonna kind of go with it? Uh, so my team that went over to the new company, they've been very uh -huh. supportive and they've been talking to upper management about like this type of plan and talking about how it works and kind of having my back. So that's been helpful. I see. Um, so some of the senior guys are, you know, vouching for me to say, hey, this guy's gonna make it work. This guy's on my team, I can vouch for him. Right. So I haven't give, given out the whole layout of the plan, but my team has basically said it for me. And yeah. then once I get back in town, you know, I have that, that meeting where I'm gonna pitch it, lay it all out, be as uh, open as possible and yeah. express you know, my game plan and my goals. If you have a team that can back you, obviously that's money. Um, but yeah, approach it from the heart, like be as honest and open as possible. Obviously that's appreciated, not just in business, but in life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let whoever needs to know, like your, your goals, you know, can and everyone can relate to this work-life balance. I mean, let's be honest. Um, Everyone wants to have a work-life balance, so I'm sure um, if your boss or manager or whatever is not a complete asshole, they will understand. And um, like I was saying earlier, this is this is a, a new landscape because more and more uh, employees are you know this demanding this type of work from home thing, and so um, employers have to compete yeah. because it's like if we don't let our employees work remote they're going to go to this other company that does allow them to work remote yep, so it's exactly. this whole like spiral revolution yeah. happening mm -hmm. of companies that have to start offering this um so it is definitely possible and um i will note that i've met a couple other guys personally in chiang mai who do do phone sales nice and so i know um there's more um, people doing this phone sales type uh, work remote thing so it can be done um, there are a lot of motherfuckers doing that um, if you do know anyone doing it let me know in the comments or whatever share your story in the comments um, but it's definitely possible the real estate um, game definitely um, so I know I always talk about when I kind of uh, came to Chiang Mai and definitely I had like 8k saved up mm -hmm. and I say like I wish I had a little bit more um, like closer to the 10k or more, but I know like if you're crushing it with commission sales, like you can you can stack up a good amount of a uh, good amount of cheese. Um, so do you have like a target like savings before you? We we're talking about this at lunch before you mm -hmm. kind of like take a extend like totally totally leave or go like mm -hmm. full time into your online thing because mm -hmm. it's uh it's kind of difficult. It's kind of different, I guess, with mm -hmm. sales commission jobs because you can go right back to them yeah so yeah. it's like you can take as much time as you want off and mm -hmm. like pretty much go back mm -hmm. to like the same type of job whether it's with the same company or a different one mm -hmm. um, so I mean I, I always recommend to people like if you can do 10k or more saved that would be that would be great but with everyone their situation is different I guess for for you guys watching if you have um, this is what I kind of say is because people ask me all this, this all the time. When should I, when should I quit my job? Should I quit mm -hmm. my job? And I say it has to do with like a, a few things. So like, how much money are you making now? If you're mm -hmm. making great money, mm -hmm. I would say like stick with that for as long as you can and stack mm -hmm. up as much savings yeah. as you can. Um, but if it's a job that you can leave for a number of months, like three six months, and then come back to, then that's you can uh, you can leave with with less savings because you can mm -hmm. come back to that you know but if it's a type of job where you have a lot of responsibilities or whatever and you can't come back to that mm -hmm. then that's a whole different game 
like maybe you should stick with that longer make sure you save up more to buy yourself more time mm -hmm. all right because you have less of a kind of something to come back to um, do you have a do you have a sales or a, a savings number that you want to hit like mm -hmm. fucking 20k or like what do you what are you working up to or what's your kind yeah. of a what's your goal till of when you want to go full-time uh, into online business which we'll mm -hmm. get into next yeah um, that's a good question so I'm still <laughs> trying to figure it out if it's like you know if I should stay in the commission job and like put put my foot on the gas when I need money and then when a couple of deals close take the foot off the gas and then stay there yeah. you know, permanently or you know if I close a deal maybe use the capital to invest in like some side hustle mm -hmm. uh, take time to pivot and do something like that mm -hmm. or maybe close a deal put it into some passive investments um, so to be honest I don't really have um, the right strategy outlined yet of how mm -hmm. I want to do it yeah I just know that I like this lifestyle I want to live this lifestyle and you know I got to do whatever it takes to make it happen um, so right now my, my short-term goal is just to close deals um, stack up the capital stack up the cheddar uh, and just be able mm -hmm. to buy time to pivot into the next uh, passive income business mm -hmm. or just invest into some cash flowing investments that'll mm -hmm. let me live the life out here um, so I guess the main thing is like figuring out what your expenses are if you're gonna come out and move out mm -hmm. here. Are you gonna be in Bali? Are you gonna be in Chiang Mai? Are you gonna be in Vietnam? Obviously, depending where you go, it's gonna be a higher or lower overhead. And so, um, you know, how I would do it is definitely do like a mint.com account, track your expenses, yeah. figure out, you know, what's a realistic type of budget that you can live off of. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're going to give it a three month jump or six month jump, mm -hmm. you know, kind of uh, reverse engineer the math from there of how much money you're going to need. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I think, um, you know, three months in Mexico and then two, three months beginning of next year out here in Chiang Mai and Bali um, will give me a better yeah. idea of like the amount of income and expenses and if I have enough uh, capital to invest or dabble into other side yep. hustles. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So if you guys follow, you know that I always say in Chiang Mai, you can live on $1,000 um, for a pretty balanced life. Um, that's pretty standard for Southeast Asia. That's the thing about this part of the world is you can bootstrap and live for cheap. You can live in hostels, like cheap ass rooms, whatever. So Chiang Mai, you can live on 1000 or like I tend to spend closer to 2000 in Chiang Mai, just like cuz, you know, like to do, do more shit, go out more, whatever. Um, depends basically where you stay and what you're eating and drinking. Like that's the biggest two things I've found. Um, but Chiang Mai, um, you can bootstrap as low as 600. I know a handful of guys who live $600 a month, still eat out every day. They just like don't splurge on, on stuff like partying and, and nice condo or whatever. Uh, in Bali, you can check out my Bali guide and cost of living here. I ended, have been ending, ending up spending around 2.5 to 3K. I'm just living my life that you see daily on my Instagram and Instagram stories, eating out every day. Um, solid uh, room um, when you're if you want to live in a villa like the, I've, I've been living this past couple months the you're gonna be spending from if you're splitting it you know with like a couple guys or a few guys 1k to 1.5 to 2k just for the rent and then maybe another 2k for for the living expenses so if you want to be living in like a sick villa mansion like this um, you're looking at a budget closer to, to three or four K a month. Um, but there's a wide range of, of villa prices um, that you can get out here. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's the kind of cost of living you, that you can live in Southeast Asia um, from a thousand to wherever, 
it's, you know, as high as you want. Uh, what about Mexico City, for example? Yeah. Uh, what have you noticed the cost of living there? I think Mexico City is probably one and a half thousand to maybe two thousand. Okay. Um, depending on what part of town. Um, still cheaper than California. I mean, yeah. I'm, I was living in Orange County, Southern California, so <laughs> everywhere else in the world yeah. uh, seems to be a location Cheaper. arbitrage opportunity, yeah. uh, whether you're in Bali or Thailand or, or Mexico. So um, I feel like uh, Mexico City will, will be a good base. Yeah. Um, and to try to figure out the expenses there. Um, I still need to do more homework and figure out what the yeah. cost of goods, standard of living looks like there. So you know you know RJ mm -hmm. um, has been living there for a minute. Mm -hmm. do you, does he know anyone that's like digital nomads that bootstrap for around a thousand a month? Uh, or, is it, or is like, would you say the bootstrapping minimum like for a good balanced life is around 1.5K, closer to that? I'm not too sure. Um, that's a good question. Um, I got to do a little bit more homework and research uh, to be honest, but I, I, yeah. I think that's probably ballpark yeah. in terms of like food and expenses and rent and stuff. Yeah, um, that wouldn't surprise me. And so, me. I mean, shoot, I love Mexican food. I love yeah. tacos. I love Mexican culture. I grew up in Salinas, oh. up in Northern California, so I want to brush up on my Spanish. Fuck um, yeah. So I, I'm really excited to, to make it and try to make it happen out there. Fuck yeah, making it happen. And then um, for, for online business, so have how much have you been working on the side hustle? I know you said you were you were side hustling with Amazon Merch. Mm -hmm. um, I know you said you got your ass kicked. Yeah. How long yeah. were you working on it for the yeah. side hustle? Mm -hmm. And like, um, yeah, what was that like? Yeah, so uh, I met RJ and CJ at the Las Vegas Nomad Summit. So shout out to them. Um, they did a really good panel and helped me out even after the conference for the first few months uh, right. that I tried to dabble into it. Um, so I actually got rejected from Amazon Merch 10 times. Your account got rejected? Yeah, 10 times. Oh, because you applied and... Applied, got rejected, made different emails, used my Amazon account that I always buy stuff with. I got rejected through 10 different email accounts. Oh. Um, so then I tried to use um, other websites that didn't have as much traffic as Amazon. Um, oh. You know, I, I went through the whole, you know, uh, Upwork and Fiverr, making designs, um, you know, went through the whole gamut and, you know, it just didn't work out. I mean... I probably could have figured it out if I went longer and uh, try to mm -hmm. make it happen. Um, but for me, when I get into businesses, I, I really don't like the feeling when I don't have like a competitive edge or like mm -hmm. an unfair advantage. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like for Merch My Amazon or just that type of design. The print on demand mm -hmm. a model. Yeah, I couldn't bootstrap because design I didn't know model. how to design. Like, you know, I'm not good with Photoshop or Illustrator. Mm -hmm. So I had to outsource and hire. Um, and that gets expensive if you're doing it by volume. Um, mm -hmm. And so I really didn't know any of the strategies too of like listing and getting some of the other techniques that people do whenever they do list um, items. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so I was getting my, my ass kicked and so I thought okay, give it a shot. Um, you know, if, I'm sure if other people give it a longer shot and, and figure out ways to do it, you'll be successful. But for me, I kind of cut bait on it and I said okay, let me uh, get into something else where I have some sort of background that gives me uh, a little bit of an edge. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just in the process right now of pivoting through different business models and mm -hmm. trying to see what fits and what I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and so this commercial real estate thing is, is cool because it's helping me get the capital to not only survive but also to get into the next side hustle and eventually get into the passive income uh, quadrant of the cash flow quadrant. Yes, exactly. Um, and yes. so that's, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, right now, the commercial real estate thing, this is like the hands-on 
trading time for money as an independent contractor and self-employed person. Uh, but eventually I want to get into the business owner and investor quadrant where I can live off of passive income and uh, not have to be cold calling in the middle of the night. So yeah. um, trying to get to that, that side soon, but uh, still pivoting, still learning, never going to yeah. stop growing. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm open to getting punched in the mouth enough times yeah. and, and failing and making all these mistakes. Cause I know eventually, um, you know, you'll, you'll hit your big break. Uh, if you just keep the work ethic and keep busy being positive and if you really have a passion and really want to make this thing happen, uh, there's, there's no one stopping you but yourself. So fuck yes, exactly. If you want it bad enough, you're going to fucking figure it out. It's just a matter of time. That was the same story with me and Parker. I was just telling you, we had the four hour work week posters, like mm -hmm. filling out the target monthly cash flow uh, goals. And like, now we're here. But I, like I was telling you at lunch, it for me, it was a two year journey of trying to figure out this passive income thing before I actually started making it. Like, and it just happened to be via selling um, products on amazon.com. But uh, many, many online hustles out there. Um, yeah, man, respect. We gon' make it. And he's out here, like he's already living that life, you know, it like chunks at a time out here. Like that's just one huge nugget that people can yeah. take. Like you can like take two, three week vacations, like take some time off, especially if you have like an independent contractor type job, do it, you know. And of course, uh, I'll plug one more time, the Nomad Summit is coming up October, 2019. So if you wanna meet Rainier, and tons of other um, entrepreneur, cash flow minded people and travel minded people to connect with. Um, you're a perfect case study of that right there. So shout out to Johnny again for, uh, for putting on the Nomad Summit and connecting yeah. us. And then of course, it's also every year in Chiang Mai, Thailand. That's really the one you should go to. Yeah, to, yeah uh, definitely. Um, Cause I was telling you at lunch, it was a two week trip to Thailand for me. Mm -hmm. They kind of set the spark and kind of like you know, you, you can breathe it in and kind of breathe like in the Buddha yep, atmosphere yep, yep. and be like, oh, okay, okay, it's chill as fuck out here, man. Um, and that can kind of set that spark, um, that flame um, to, uh, to make something happen. Anyway, my man, boom. Ah, we're just here in Bali chilling. Here we have a, uh, a villa. This is only 200. We got the Wiz and the Lux over here. This is only 200 a night, guys. Um, this three-bedroom villa right here, pool right in the heart of Chenggu, and there's three bedrooms upstairs. I won't walk up, but um, anyways, guys, 200 a night, three bedrooms. That's like 6k. You can probably get this for 5k a month. Split it with three guys, um, you know, 1.7k a month for rent each. Anyway, see you guys in Bali. Um, peace. Listening to the Living That Life Digital Nomad Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes if you're a boss, and check out the YouTube channel for dope travel videos.